and uh, Betsy had uh, gotten the amulet, which made her Captain Britain. And I guess that's their brother, the king. Um, and they all, you know, kind of have powers, and um, they're they're meeting up with. Uh, I believe you pronounce her name Sat Saturine or something like that. Yes, Saturn. yes, yes. Um, and she is the the I guess the daughter or a, a relative of Merlin and Roma, who used to choose the. Uh, uh, she's kind of trying to do a power play. She wants um, what's the name? Um, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's trying to get him to be um, Captain Britain again. And there's uh, something that I didn't know, a, a Captain Britain Corps. Um, and, I don't, you know, again, it, it can't be a spoiler because, I mean, they, it looks like they've come around. But it was a surprise to me, just like I know talking to you, uh, Richard, did, were you surprised at who the Captain Britain Corps were? You're referring to like the rogue lookalike, the no, no, they're not lookalike. Yeah, it, it, was, it was them, yeah. <laughs> it was rogue, jubilee, uh, rogue, uh, gambit, gambit, yeah. It, well, it, like that was them. universes of them, or is it well? Okay, we'll see gambit. now. Let, let me catch you up on Krakoa. You know, with yeah, they, Krakoa, they catch eggs of them again after they've yeah, so, died. So, um, if they've died before, I mean, like when they hatch, they're not exactly the same it, it seems um you know i think we saw in new mutants or i believe uh, no 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 it was uh yeah it was new mutants where um you know when they hatched that guy he didn't even want to be alive um but anyway um yeah, again that's just catching you up um so yeah that it, this book uh it was actually pretty interesting um uh, this was a book uh, especially jumping into back in the x-men and the x titles um it actually made me kind of want to uh, find out um, a little bit about Excalibur. It was, uh, it was interesting. Um, it, it's enjoyable. The action, um, you know, it, it flowed pretty well, uh, especially, like I said, jumping in. Um, now, I have to say, we talked about this before, about the, uh, the, the Xavier files, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. they, they, they did help with this. Um, finally, to me, they, they felt like it, 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 it kind of explained uh, stuff that I, I, I needed to be caught up on, but overall um, it kept the exosaurs going. It, um, it showed families tighter than, um, you know, they had things planned their you know, brother and sister and, and brother, I guess. But overall um, I have to say uh, this was a lot better than Hellions and uh, new mutants. Uh, this was a good chapter. It kept it, uh, the exosaurs going along and, um, you know, it, of course, it went on to X-Men, but we'll talk about Excalibur right now. Uh, what did you guys think? Now that I know this cover actually is a little bit more badass than, than I thought before. This is yeah, the, now we know who they uh, are. the variant cover. So you got, uh, you got Gambit. Obviously, he's holding the cards. You got Rogue and Jubilee over there in the corner. And then for a while. Yeah. For a and while. Then, and then who's the, the dude behind Gambit? Grif Grifter? Grifter? <laughs> no I don't kidding. know. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. And then we have the. They might have said his name yeah. in there. I need to. Need yeah, to it might have been just kind of uh, put in there. Uh, you know what? At times, this book was a little steamy. I, I actually liked the yeah. way it was written. It was written actually quite well. You kind of quickly got into the. You can tell when it's almost like awkward reading, but this one actually flowed really well. It was it was written in that style 
of you know like they were in England. You know what I mean? You you yeah. got the vibe that that it was there, and they they quickly uh, set that up. I like the book. I know there's something about the artwork. It took me back to probably some of the earlier books when they were being first computer animated per se mm -hmm. uh, when they were being drawn on you can you can see a different I, I don't know what the term would be but it, it's a different style it looks retro almost I like yeah uh, I liked it, it yeah it, it brings you back to that mm -hmm. yeah no I agree but, I agree I like I said I like I like the styling and stuff like that will uh, this was the variant cover you know, and, and let me let me chime in on that. I, I know we always go back to this, but it, it reminded me of a it reminded me like an Exo Man Award. It reminded me of the uh, Valiant um, um, romantic style of writing. Oh yeah, no, no, I I, I agree. Um, and the look the look of it, you know, it, it it felt like, you know, the 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 Spider Queen was going after uh, Arik, you know. <laughs> I bet you that that's what's going to make it sought after the fact that it has this team on there and that, you know, because like I said, I don't know when this team was established because it, 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 it they, they, they hinted to the team and all of a sudden, bam, you get the team and you're like, wait a minute. I and then you guys. get that surprise. Is, is that the first, is that a Jubilee? When was the last time she appeared in a book? Uh, oh, that's that one. <laughs> so which was the last Until time she, she gets... didn't appear in another book? Yeah, I know. Yeah, she actually. Wow. I guess that's a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Yes. I mean, it's not yeah. really a spoiler alert because they have Krakoa. They're like, okay, we'll just cook yeah. up yeah. another one. I mean, that's. So yeah, I've like, always I've always liked her character, uh, Jubilee's character. I think it was her, uh, the camaraderie between her and Wolverine when I was watching the cartoons that really made me enjoy her persona so much, and I would look forward to her when I would read the X Men back in the '90s. So. It's kind of good to see her back in in the book. Yeah, so. she. It was funny because I mean, with Wolverine, she took the place of um, Rogue. Uh, Kitty. Kitty, no. Kitty. Rogue, yeah. Rogue was in the movies. Um, for right. Wolverine, it's always been Kitty, uh, right. Betsy, and uh, Jubilee. Yeah. Thanks for that. There we go. This was a surprise uh, for me. I, I didn't. Again, learn, uh, going back into finding out what's going on in X-Men and I'm trying to understand this whole Krakoa thing. This was a big surprise for me. Right. No, I'm going to go ahead and let's, uh, this is part 10. Jonathan Hickman uh, is the writing on this one. Go ahead, roll. If you want to go ahead and, and read the haiku. X of Swords part 10 lessons longing. What has begun cannot be undone. Rated T. Um, well, again, you know, like Apocalypse, Apocalypse is pretty much jacked up from the initial uh, attack and stuff like that. Like they need the healer. They need Polaris. They need all these people just to hold them down. But it's funny. Again, here we go. They're like, I think he, he just needs to give, you know, like give up and let himself die because we're cooking another one. And they're like, yeah, but it'll take a day or two. I mean, it's like, yeah, it, it, it it's almost like the, uh, the prestige with uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, Christian Bale. Uh, you remember that movie? Yeah. With the movie? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. That was yeah. great. He's making the – it's just the clones keep <laughs> – Right, right. Yeah, um, and, it, but and the thing again, is you, you get to learn a little bit more about the, the island, the Krakoa, and, and uh, one of the processes – Karakoa. Yeah, yeah Karakoa, whatever. And, well, no, no, but the other island is uh, Ara, uh, Ara, Ara, 
Or the A, yeah. Arakoa or something like that. Yeah, Kakoa and, and Arakoa. Yeah. And the Latin anyway. one, a little further down the way, is Barbacoa. Yeah. <laughs> that one's that one's my favorite. Yes, with Big, with big Red. red. <laughs> yep. Oh, Omega good. Red. Oh, Barbacoa with Omega Red. <laughs> yeah. On, on this on this one, when they showed the early, because they, they went back in the past again. And yep. you you got to see and then that was that an earlier Sumner or a di different dude totally in the Sumner position because he, his symbol was different. Remember we established that if he had one stripe, two stripes, or right. three stripes, that, that was, was a, yeah one stripe. Well, dude, I something think again something that was surprising is it's always been presented as Apocalypse was the first mutant and he is probably the most powerful. Well, in the flashback, his girlfriend, his wife, or whatever says you can't come with me because you're not strong enough like just straight up this woman is supposed to be more badass than apocalypse. Now, i got a question i got a question about genesis yeah um and you may be the one that might know the answer to it if not eh, maybe something to look into is she somehow related to storm Great Possibly. grandmother, mother, something. Well, no, down the it, line. It, it, that's a thousand. I mean, this yeah, is supposed to be way, way thousands way. of years ago. So, okay. great, great grandma, someone down the line, because well, her eyes, uh, yeah, the way she I was noticed doing that. her stuff came off well, a lot like And that. also, because in Marvel, there's only like about 10 black people. So, I'm guessing there's a possibility that that's true. Good. Yes. Maybe. Well, and again, it goes back to when we talked about Bishop. How right. somehow, hey, let's introduce Bishop. By the way, it's probably Storm's grandson because there can't be other people right. in the they, Marvel they, Universe. They naturally oh, try to. Oh. They... Hello? Hello, Storm. That was a censorship. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting. Oh, I'm going to get canceled. In. I'm going to uh -oh. get canceled. Um. It, it was it was it was very interesting to get this perspective uh, of that. Do you do you uh, okay? I know we've talked about retcons. I know we've talked about that. Do you just feel this just an additional like layer that maybe was always left open, or do you feel they're actually erasing some of the past of Apocalypse? Because I know you have that that Apocalypse book. Uh, yeah, the Rise of Apocalypse. Right. Does this well? Because like you said, it was always stated that he was the the top dog and this that and the other and they're giving another or, or well, are they working again, within the line well, so to speak well think about it uh, salam selective is the grandson so somewhere wait wait, wait, know, wait no, no 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 you're talking about sumner you're, you're the other guy oh summoner is that i don't know yeah. one of them yeah the white dude or whatever he is i don't know if it's supposed to be a guy or girl but anyway zero yeah zero okay yeah. we're talking about zero and again we're speaking in code because I think the guy looks like Zero uh, back on the Mutant Liberation Front, the uh, right. MLF, you know. Yeah. This, is, this, this is currently a hot rising character, first appeared in this current run of the X-Men, I want to say issue number four. I believe it's number two or number four. That book is actually booking pretty hard right now, price-wise. And then his first cover appearance, which was X-Men 11, flew off the shelf. And the uh, second printing should be coming out this coming up week. And uh, wait a minute. Was it this week or last? Well, you know what? I think I'm wrong. Let me see. What? Right. Write it down. Yeah, write it. Will, write it down. 
Um, let me get let me get my pin. No, okay, there it is. Sorry, it did come out this week. So, by the way, if you guys didn't pick it up, you missed it again. It's X Men Twelve. Uh, no, that was just okay. So it was still there. I so, didn't pick it up, but I saw it on the show. Yeah, I got a feeling if this is going to be one of those ones. The first issue was low print run. This one, they were trying to replace for people that didn't get it. But the fact that they made him all red, which I think is interesting because he's an, the, his character is like, like ghost white. And then this one, yeah. they make him totally red. But I love the way the creatures are in black and white. This is going to be a cool cover either way. Uh, yeah. I got a feeling you're going to see a sneakeroo of uh, a third one probably pop up. But definitely, well, I like, yeah. This I one like how definitely. all the monsters are looking at the camera like the two uh, wolves from Kiss Me, It's a Fan of the Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were just looking at him, and then they turned around at the camera and were like, yeah. yeah let's look at the thing. Yeah. So okay. So that one. That's the that's the the hot issue. Okay, so I'm gonna go so, back to the. So the ca catch me up. Okay. So that's the summoner. That's summoner. That's the one that's now, supposed to be the grandson. Grand. Great. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So. so and, what? Apocalypse. Yeah. Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. And then Apocalypse. and then you saw X Men Creation, or do I need to get you a link to that? That was the part oh, that, one. That was yeah. I didn't get to see that. Okay. Don't forget the guy. Yeah. yeah, you need that one because that's where all the chingasos happen everywhere. And that's why you saw Apocalypse in the state that he was in. Sumner oh. betrays Apocalypse and basically puts him in the death position that he's in right now. So he basically did the switcheroo on him in that creation, which basically uh, sent all the dominoes going. So I'll, I'll get you a link to that. Everybody will get a link. And that way, uh, because right now we're, we're next week, you only get one part. And then it's One, we're at the halfway stasis. So, so how many issues are you in right now? We're at part 10, 11. 11 will be coming up. We're at part 10 already. So you're in how many issues? 11 issues? 10 issues? 10 issues 10 in. Issues. Next week will be 11. And yeah, we've right. the halfway point. Now, of course, this book, they show a lighter side of Apocalypse. They show his relationship with, with Genesis. Mm -hmm. They show all this mushy stuff and stuff like that in there. But... Um, are they on version eight of Apocalypse? Has he died seven times or is he the eighth generation or which Apocalypse? Right. Because see, that's, what, that's what, you know what? If you go back, I mean, just like in Helions, or yeah, how do you it, say it? it sinister yeah. is not the Sinister we, again, it's not my Sinister. It It's totally different. And again, these are like all united, peaceful mutants. And to see... Uh, Charles talking to freaking Apocalypse like, hey, Pocky, what's up? Are you sure you want to go? Yeah, don't worry, Charles. I'm okay. And it's like. Yeah, what? it's kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm in that thing when we first started talking about it. How is this going to settle up? How is it going to play out? Well, they're, they're painting gonna... him as a good guy. They're painting him as a good guy. And that's what he's become now. All of a sudden, he's, you know, he's no longer the bad guy. He got beat up by who's going to be the new head bad guy. Well, that's, and now yeah. he's become yeah. a good guy. But see, that's the thing. So we're just basically, we're going to, we found a way to get ourselves new arch nemesis and. <laughs> no. Are you getting out a spoiler? No. Yeah. They're no, making a joke yeah. because whenever yeah. they introduce Salon Selective, they're like, meet Wolverine's new arch enemy. It's like, He's bigger than 
than Sabretooth. Yeah, and, it's, it's like Spider-Man has Green Goblin and so-and-so yeah. has this and Batman has Joker and blah, 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 blah. And so now we have this guy and um, and we we had the problem where like, wait a minute, how, how do you all of a sudden just Introduce. say that this guy is the taking the place of Sabretooth and, and so, all that so kind of stuff? So when it goes to Venom, it is Noel Venom's arch enemy now? Is that what it is? Well, the way they make it, he's the arch, the arch fud. I mean, the arch enemy of everyone. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Well, yeah. The way they're gonna set it up, it's like, yeah, there's no. It's he's uh, he's he's gonna be against the whole Marvel universe. It's like Deadpool versus the Marvel universe. No. Well, you know, it's just like, and and with what you know, Will's revelation about what null means. You notice how like they're all attacking him with tentacles. In that the upcoming, interesting. They're gonna have. They're gonna have. Uh, they're gonna have plum cocoa drawing some tentacles. Tentacle. There's a big difference. Tentacle. Yeah. Oh. oh, you meant. Oh. Oh, okay. No, the big difference there. I remember. But but with plum cocoa, she might draw some hent, the, hentai type, the, type the, stuff. The language, language the. You know, language of love. international <laughs> language. All right, now we talk about this. Uh, so let me let me put this in perspective for you. This is this um, generation's Franklin Richards. Yes, there you go. Yeah, because back then, Frank, Franklin Richards was always oh he's real powerful, and everybody was worried that at any moment like he could change and become bad. And that was always the worry that he was going to get um, he was going to get messed with. And they've we've seen um, alternate realities where Franklin Richards is like the most dangerous you know person around. And that's what Dylan is now. He's he's Spider Man, you know. And it's funny because in the uh, Marvel Zombies Resurrection, you have Spider Man protecting a uh, 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 perpetually young Franklin Richards. Yeah, it's and then, you know here we are. We got uh, Jane Lynch and Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, and you know with the revelation, I'm pregnant, Pete, and Peter Parker's just munching away. See, that's how he got fat in that Spider Verse movie. And he's all, "Oh, you kidding me?" And then uh, you know. So wait a second. So who's the father? The symbiote. Oh, it's kind of like uh, the Metachlorines. Well, you heard what she said. We're never alone, and he's like, "That stuff's creepy." Yeah, I, I, no, I think it, it. It. I think it's supposed to be Eddie, but alternate Eddie. <laughs> yeah, See, well, uh, that's Anne Wayne. That's that's uh, Eddie's ex-wife who becomes uh, She Venom, right? Well, well, the the problem with this one is it's an alternate universe, so technically these two were never together. But, so she's dead, right. though. She took over because Flash is dead and everybody's dying pretty much in this future right. universe. But I guess Eddie still sees her as his version his of that wife, girl. Yeah. Right. But in this alternate world, no, Eddie, yeah, yeah, no. And she's like freaked out, like, hey, back up, whatever. Right. And, 
And kind of she's, like Gamora and Star Lord in 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 the last Endgame. Right, right. And she's got this weird thing about the kid too. I mean, the the little kid. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very yeah, it's very strange. Uh, you know, he's right. there. I can hear you, and uh, she's just. But but I guess it's because uh, the revelation of what happened to her kid, and how powerful it became, and she's like really desperate to find out if Eddie has seen anything in Dylan, but see, the thing is, Eddie doesn't know anything that's been happening with Dylan. He's been kind of keeping it on the low. If you've been reading any or looking at the other issues, he's been developing his powers through, you know, uh, through the issues and stuff like that. He's been keeping it on the low. There are certain abilities that he has that, but, but I think Eddie, Eddie does not know the full extent to those powers. So the dark side. Oh. Right, right. So basically, you know, is this a preview? I think Eddie's I trying to defend his kid by saying, you know what, we don't know exactly to the full extent of what Dylan can do. And he, as far as I know, he does not have any of those kind of powers. But And now I understand all of the Funko Pops of all the Venomized uh, characters because they show, like, that whole world where, like, Wolverine is a symbiote and all these other right. – yeah, I, yeah I everything. That was a pretty cool, pretty cool little uh, uh, splash page. So the jury's out. I think the I think Dylan books are definitely going to go up. Are they going to go up like um, gangbusters? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it, it, it. But for let's go for the speculation side. His book is still trending pretty hot, right? Will you're because you have the second printings of yeah. Uh, yeah it's 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 About trending pretty hard. Yeah, close to a hundred dollars or more, depending. Right. Uh, who's willing to pay for it? Right, and and the thing is, will. the jury's still out to his full potential of what Maybe. he will become, because if he ends up becoming the savior, the 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 god of light, so to speak, the opposite of this guy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're we're talking about he does have all kind of unlimited powers. That you go all the way back to that uh, number nine Venom. I think it's Venom nine. Is it? I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with that? Because, like I said, it's that's him, not even in any kind of form. That's just him as a regular person. Not the even in final form. Right. The minute he becomes, well, at least this version becomes whatever he's going to become. You're talking about that book might just fly through the roof like, uh, hmm, Amazing Spider-Man three hundred. I don't know. And now I see two Hulks. <laughs> They're multiplying. I see it's I, I spilled water on this one and he regenerated. He multiply. <laughs> it's, well, it's getting it's close for you. It's getting close. Don't feed him. It's I'm gonna Krakoa and his uh, his thing. So anyway, uh, roll your. I mean, you, I know you're not too much into the Venom thing. Luke Ross is actually the inside artist of this uh, particular uh, 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 production. And then, he seems like a transplant from the 90s. It looks like a throwaway 90s artist. And I think that's what kind of threw me yeah, off. I think, I, you know what? I think I think they, they plan when Stegman's available and when he's not available. And they kind of knew that this dude was going to not be available. Uh, so there you go. That's Venom. Uh, I think, you know, if, you're, if you've been reading the story, it, it gives you the, the, the story of, you know, the origin of, of, of Codex. Um, that... That's actually, you know, uh, uh, something of, you know, collectible if you're, if you're looking for origin stories and stuff like that. Uh, but as far as anything like, like any major shifts or anything like that, it's really true. Like, hey, we're just going to give you a little background on the character before we get into the heavy duty stuff coming in November, which is the, um, 
you know, King in Black and all that stuff that's about to explode all over the place. Because um, I think that's going to make everything shift and, you know, who knows, who knows what's going to end up happening. Which one? There we go. <laughs> that's a classic right there, baby. Yeah. With the tie, he has a rope and everything still in the belt or the pants. Have, yeah, there, there it is. Yep. Does he still have no genitals? <laughs> or did you draw them on? Yeah. Remember that? I, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that day. You yep. want a doll? That's what dad said. You remember that, Rich? I don't know if you remember that. It was like a, well, which one? Because I got three. I know, but when I when I was holding the the <laughs> Spider Man, it was I think it was okay for you, but he just was like, "You want a big doll? That's what you want?" And I'm like, oh, "It's Spider Man, Dad." Or was that the Captain America? I can't remember, dude. Captain America. Yeah, you had the Captain America. I had Spider Man and the Hulk. Right, right. So it was Captain you America. Got the yeah. Yeah. But no, so check I, this yeah. out. We we missed out. We tried to get Lou Ferrigno's signature on on that Hulk because in Portland he was at the he came at the uh, it was uh, right by where Gaddy's was. Uh, there was a gym that was opening up some little gym, and they had Lou Ferrigno, and they wow. took us, but we had missed him by like less than thirty minutes. Yeah, and but we uh, Richard, they brought that because we thought we'd get Lou Ferrigno's autograph on that thing. But we kept calling to him; he was walking away. He couldn't hear us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you got Johnny to meet Bruce Bruce Dickinson. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. picture with him. They're playing yeah, the day the, after the I jet. saw him in Austin. Yeah, the yeah, jet, I, the jet I, stopped I, I at the picture. base. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his uh, one of the pilots uh, was a buddy of his, and he said, hey, come on down to Corpus and uh, check out the planes. And I was in maintenance control. Uh, I was running maintenance control at the time. And I get a phone call from one of the pilots. He goes, hey, do you have a plane that uh, the lead singer of uh, – or he goes, I got the lead singer here from Iron Maiden. Can, is there a bird that we can see? And I'm like, you have Bruce Dickinson right there. He's like, yeah, he's standing right here. I'll find a plane. I'll find a plane. You come on down. And uh, took a picture. And after I took the picture, um, I uh, texted it to uh, Richard and uh, his son, Nick. And I was like, hey, who's this guy? Because <laughs> I was asking. They were like, oh, we had pretty good seats. We, we could kind of see him. <laughs> you know, they were pretty close. And I was like, hey, who's this guy? And uh, it was uh, Bruce Dickinson. Um, and luckily, we didn't, of course, we didn't know he was coming. But one of the, one of the uh, mechanics uh, underneath his uh, employee shirt had uh, his trooper shirt. And so he got that sign. He's like, well, I'm never wearing this again. Very cool. He's short. He is very short. Well, that's why he jumps around and flies around all over the stage. I was like, are you wearing the big socks? Can I see them? <laughs> <laughs> with the, with the, Eddie, the Eddie belt buckle. What we're going to do now is we're going to dive into uh, the treasure chest. And treasure chest. What, what what we actually uh, – well, what I sprung on my brother is because I had never seen them before. I decided uh, – I, I was – they were all available, and I happened to force my wife to watch these with me. On Hulu. On Hulu, They're available yeah. right uh, now on Hulu. That Blade, you can... Blade 2 and Blade 3, the trilogy – or Blade Trilogy, I'm sorry. Blade Trinity. Trinity. Trinity, blah, 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 blah. It felt like a – or, or Blade um, – and Blade Deadpool. And Deadpool. Uh, Will, did, have you seen this trilogy? I've seen only the first one. 
Okay, you're like my brother, Rico. Yeah. Rico, you saw the first one, right? Okay. I've seen the first one. All right. It's we're, been we're, a long time. We're, we're not going to go through all the, hey, it starts here, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Let's, where do you want to, where, where should we start on this role? Uh, what, do, I mean, because you're, well, you've seen like that. Where did, where do you think we want to start with this? Well, um, start off who Blade is. I mean, um, he was, he's always been a, a kind of a side character. Um, to me, I mean, this helped pave the way, this, the, the movie series paved the way for them to feel comfortable making X-Men and Spider-Man. Um, I think what the, 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 the Marvel movie before this was Howard the Duck. Yep. And uh, so if you can switch back to like to see us, you can see the picture behind me. That's how Blade looked in the 70s when he was in the Tomb of Dracula. Um, I ain't beat, got no weapon. Exactly. Yeah, and that um, was in the 60s? And so as you can see, like, you know, he had, like, those were wooden. Like, so as a blade, like, his blades, they were like stakes, though, but they were, they were wooden on him, on his belt, on his, uh, across his chest, and what he was holding. They were wooden uh, knives. Um, and so... Um, a lot of people don't, you know, uh, some people even, uh, overlook the fact that he is a Marvel character. Um, because again, he was always, um, kind of a side, you know, uh, he had his own, um, ish, uh, title, but it really, it really didn't go off because again, honestly, it's a minority book, uh, uh, minority hero. Yeah. Look at that. That's just, that's, that's screaming seventies right there. Um, but again, uh, it reminds me of, uh, if you recall in Star Wars, George Lucas made Star Wars because he couldn't make Flash Gordon. So Wesley Snipes made Blade because he couldn't make uh, Black Panther. Um, ever since Wesley Snipes made a name for himself, it has always been said that his, he has always wanted to do Black Panther. He wanted to uh, make it. I mean, even in some of those comic scenes, that, that we've looked back in the past, it always said in talks, Black Panther, Wesley Snipes. Um, and for some reason they just, they didn't do it. So um, the next, I, I, for him, the next best thing was he made Blade. And if you, if we were talking about this, um, they pretty much updated his look for the nineties. Um, they made him, uh, you want to bring the picture back up. Um, they made him, like this, and and I, if you remember the movies uh, around the late '90s, or you know, like this was that feel of, of you know, with the techno music, the the Matrix, you know, this was before the Matrix, but um, it had that feel. Um, it was you know Wesley Snipes' way of being able to showcase his martial arts. He's always he's always been proud of that. Um, and the, the, by the know, way hold on that this was before the matrix right yeah okay okay this is a this is a bridge movie when it comes to cartoon uh like comic books come to life because i i honestly think okay howard the duck f failed but then you had the success of the crow and i think that's what kind of opened the door so much where well if you keep it in this vein right here then you can spring something like this and i think that's well, you know carried over now, now now look at this look at this poster and nowhere do you see a big not even a medium size font of marvel 
And so a lot of people, again, did not realize that Blade is a comic book. They thought it was just some superhero movie. Um, you know, even if they flashed the, the word Marvel on it, it wasn't that, you know, uh, big. Yeah, but I'm, not, I'm it, it was, that. Yeah. This one was well-received. And to me, this is what caused them to go, hey, people are, are it looks like they will accept a, a comic, like a superhero type movie. So let's, let's do X-Men, let's do Spider-Man. Because those are the next two big things, if I recall, that came out after Blade, after the success of Blade. And plus, uh, uh, this is a rated R movie, right? Yep. So there, and there we go. Before Every Deadpool. time, Before exactly. Deadpool. Everybody, everybody kept trying to say, "Ooh, there's a Marvel movie that's rated R," and it's like, "Well, you've then you've never heard of Blade." I mean, this. Yeah, I this mean, this the, movie has been the footnote of a lot of uh, uh, declarations from people recently. Uh, the first uh, African American superhero. They, they, you know, well, they were saying that that was a Black Panther, and then they said Meteor for, Man was. Yeah, well but for R rated movies, you know, yeah. and then we're like, wait a minute, you guys forgot about the crow. You guys forgot about this and that and the other. And it's well, just, they were that, talking about Marvel. But right. even then the Marvel movie, you have blade. This is the rated R blade. They have, uh, you know, just like Deadpool, they go into a bar and the first thing is the guy from grounded for life, getting pleasured by a woman, <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. That's right. I forgot his name. I forgot his yeah. name, but, um, so again, they're, they're, here they are, they introduce Blade, and all of a sudden he has a sword. You know, so it's a big difference from, I mean, he has the sunglasses, I guess. Oh, oh, uh-oh, he's been censored. Yeah, he's got the, he's got the sunglasses that are unbreakable. I'll, I'll continue with Rowan until he gets reestablished there. Or did everybody freeze? Will, are you there? Roll, Rich? Is it still going?